connections, people and connections. What is a soulmate? Did you ever ask yourself, what's a soulmate? Is a person that you're looking for to spend your life with, to have common interest and goal. You know, my back in my early 30s, I was trying to find the one. Everybody seems to think there's a perfect person out there. Not perfect. A beautiful version. A better version of who you are. Because perfection, again, is very flawed. When people have perfection written over their face, they're really not perfect. Everybody has got those flaws. Something about themselves they don't like. I look at myself, and I have the one good feature that I think men will love. My long legs, and I know my significant other. I told him. I was, you know, he's seen me in the videos I created for him. He said, my God, you're beautiful and you're so sexy. And I said to him, you're sexy too. But the thing that I want to talk about is your soulmate. And how... Do you think people get together? I'm going to say this phrase. This is coming from my own perspective. When you make a true connection with someone, it's through God. And again, you do not have to be religious for that to happen. You know, if you are religious, wonderful. If you're not, it's not a bad thing. Connections are not from people. People don't make connections with other people. When you try to find your true soulmate, God will lead you to that person. You will be connected by him. He will connect the both of you. Think of it in those terms, because people don't connect with people. Have you ever heard of how people get set up on a blind date? Now, what does that really mean? They pick somebody for you to go out with because they figure this person may have something in common with what you're looking for. This might be the ideal person for you. But again, nobody knows, right? The only person who can make that connection is the man upstairs. Think about that. Now you're going to think, boy, is she going off the deep end? I've had this question posed to me many times in my life. And my mother had said to me, what are you looking for in a man? And I said... I want the qualities of a man like my father. My father was the type of man that, number one, he was was handsome. My mother loved him, but he also was a compassionate, caring, hardworking, wonderful person with a kind soul, a warm soul. It was very rare to find someone with those qualities. They had a lot of things in common. Again, they both grew up in that land of darkness. They truly loved each other. My father loved my mother. There was no matchmaking. God connected the both of them. You know why? Because he saw in the both of them that they were meant to be. Ask yourself this question. How many times have you said to yourself, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna find the one. But again, we don't know who that person is for each of us. How many times have I been set up on a blind date or gone out with a friend of a friend? It never worked. I was in three failed relationships that God knew at the time. 
they are not good for you. There's a sign right there. You need to follow. You need to hear what he's saying. And I said to my mother, and she was alive. She goes, I don't like to see you in pain. One day, now this is her, this is her perspective. She wasn't a psychic, but I asked her, how do you know all this? It's because I'm a mother. It's a mother's instinct. When you have children, you'll understand. When your daughter or son comes home and says, look, mom or dad, look, I brought the love of my life to meet with you. That's when you're going to start asking the questions because it's an instinct. You want to make sure that your child, whoever they bring home, is going to be right for their, right for them. You don't want someone who's going to come in and try to play off of, oh my God, you know, because I've seen this now. I've seen this done where the man will try to impress upon the woman and then he will meet her parents and she will meet his parents. Be yourself. Show them who you truly are. Show them the real you. Don't put on airs and don't make impressions. You know, I was worried about this and I had this conversation with my mother. She said, a man is going to recognize you for your beauty, for your warmth, your compassion. Do you know what he's going to be attracted to? Your name. You know, you have such a beautiful name for a beautiful woman. You are lucky and blessed. And I am lucky and blessed to be named after my grandmother. Because I never appreciated my name. But when I say my name to people, some people's reaction is like, Aphrodite, what kind of a name is that? It's a unique name, a name that I'm honored to have, that it was given to me by my grandmother. That's a name that I will have for the rest of my life. And if I ever have a daughter, she will have a unique name too. If you ask yourself this question, because again, I know for a fact, even when I first started school, I was not accepted. People looked at me in the strangest way when I told them my name. Teachers couldn't pronounce it. And then the time they figured, well, if she has a foreign name, she was born in an international country, so she doesn't know a word of English. Well, guess what? When I opened up my mouth, they were shocked. They're like, how did you learn English quickly? I was born here. But I was born to foreign parents. And my older sister, believe it or not, this is what I found out from the other sister. When they came here to America and they started school, my sister had to learn English because she couldn't. She didn't know how to speak. She didn't know how to converse with the other kids. So back in the day, you think, well, how do you do that? How do you teach someone English? It's not that difficult. I used to go to school with many people that I were friends with. Internationally, globally, we had this connection. We all, we all had something in common. We were different. And that's what I like about the uniqueness of each character. When you look at a person, what's the first thing you want to know about them? Well, you know what I want to know about them? Where did you come from? Tell me your background. Tell me how you grew up. Tell me everything about you. I want to know. I want to have an idea of who you are. It's important to me. Now let's fast forward this now. So you, now you're an adult. You made your way through this lifetime. You have a job, you're, you're doing well. Now there's one thing you're missing from your life. You say to yourself, I want to be happy. So how am I going to achieve that? Well, I want to find someone. Now with me, again, three failed relationships. I said to myself, 
I might as well be alone. I don't know if I can make somebody happy. My mother's like, no. You can make someone happy. You're making the wrong choices. Let God, let God find that man for you. And I will guarantee you, when he does find the right man for you, and he doesn't, again, have to be in this part of the world. He could be anywhere in the world. See, this is another thing I want to tell people. If you love someone and they're from another part of the world, it's not impossible to get together. You can make it happen. You just have to plan. You have all these ideas and premonitions and thoughts going through my head. And I say to myself, nothing is impossible. If you truly love someone, why does it, why does it matter where you are in the world? The times that I was here on this part of the world, I couldn't find happiness. I was looking in the wrong place. And I got myself into these situations where I got myself hurt. Did I deserve to get hurt? No. Nobody deserves to get hurt. But again, the true connection is not from people to people, person to person. It's from God. The man upstairs is the one who connects. He brings people together. He looks at a certain individual. He'll see this man and this woman and brings them together, unites them. He says to you, this is the man you should be with. He will take good care of you. He will love you. He will cherish you. And you will do the same in return. You both have something in common. You could have as many common interests as you like, or you could be opposite. But at the same time, you are going to come together through him. The true connection when you're finding a soulmate is through God. And again, you don't have to be religious. A lot of people think that you need religion. Well, it's good to have that if you have your Christian, Christian ideas, beliefs, goals, and you say to yourself, I can do this. I can make this happen. So we rely on the man upstairs for that connection that perfect soulmate. But again, no, don't put pressure on someone and say, I need somebody perfect. If you want someone perfect, go to Utopia. Because you're not going to find that. We're in a living in an imperfect world. And people have flaws. People have things that they don't like about themselves. When you truly find someone, you overlook all of that. And as I told my significant other earlier, I'm attracted to you I fell in love because of you, you. Everything about you, I love. Everything. And you have a way of just uplifting me. We do that for each other. And he made that connection with me a year ago. My life was completely changed. And I had said to him, thank you for saving my life. I think that if I had not connected with him at all, I think my life would have taken a different turn. I don't think I could be on this earth alone. I tried even after my mother passed. It was difficult. I wasn't really looking. I was so much in pain because I lost her. I cried every single day. And I'm still crying, but I'm doing it internally. But she sees now what she saw even when she was alive the pain I went through. After every broken heart, every time I got myself involved with someone who I thought at the time would take away the pain, gave me more pain. God saw that. Now he said, look, and she said this to me. That's why I said it to him. We have to thank the man upstairs. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
praise God for bringing us together. It's very rare in this day and age to find someone who you knew throughout your whole lifetime, he's the one. And how do you know that? Because I heard it from the man upstairs. He led me to you. He had me connected to you. We were connected through him. We have to thank him. So again, people don't connect with people. No. People don't connect with people. Think about that phrase. The way you get connected to someone who you have a true strong bond, a connection with, is the man upstairs. He's the true person, the true being that will connect you because he will say, this is the man, this is the woman. You both belong with each other. You both have that, that, that bond with each other. Again, the stronger the bond, the better for the both of you. Because again, over time, you will see that. When you get closer together, you will see that. It will come together. How many times have I been in pain? Many times. How many times have my heart been broken? Too many to count. My mother had said to me, don't close your heart off. When you close your heart off, you're not letting anyone in. Why are you so afraid to let somebody into your life? I don't want to see you alone. I want to see you with someone. And I had thought at the time that she would still be around for her to see my happiness. She never did. That's why I stopped. After she passed, I, I, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was a stranger. I was a woman looking for somebody to love. Someone who will give me peace. Someone who will give me joy. Someone who will give me... Someone who will accept me as me. Accept me as me. Love me for me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Love has no boundaries. Love has no color. Love has no financial status. When you truly find that someone, and you will in your lifetime, the one thing I ask, don't judge. Don't criticize. Don't put down. When people do that to one another, because again, I've heard this in the past now, I first started dating the first thing I heard from people was there's something about this person that I don't like in other words you're pointing out the flaws right let me ask you a question does it really matter when you look at someone where they come from if they have money or not does that really matter it doesn't God says We are all created in the image that he had wanted us to be created in. Yes, our parents made us, right? But when I look at my mother and father as a prime example, a prime example of a man and a woman that were brought together by the man upstairs. We fit into each other, and he knew this, and I knew this. We complement one another. You know, in the beginning, when I first connected with him, or he actually, he rather first connected I was scared to take that. I was scared. I don't want to get my heart broken. It's hard for me to trust somebody after three failed relationships. I thought, I look at the people around me, and I was just envious. And I tried to pretend like it didn't bother me, but it did. I didn't like when people were kissing in front of me, holding hands. They were in love. I was 
alone, that I tried to make the best of it. Then my mother passed away and it just made things so difficult. I said, why am I here? To be alone? I always had a, a plan in my head of how my life was gonna turn out and it went down a different path. I was looking at the path to destruction, to darkness. Because I said, if I don't connect with someone within a year, I put myself on a time schedule. I said, if I don't connect with someone within a year, then I will make plans to take myself out. Then I know that both my parents wouldn't forgive me. Nobody would understand. Why would you do that? But see, now God took upon, he looked upon you and he said, no, give it one more year because I think now you have connected a second time and he gave you a chance. I don't know what it is I said. I don't even remember what it is I said, but we connected. And I thank him. I told him. I said, thank you. Thank you for giving me life, for making me see there is a shot at love, that there's a shot at having somebody in your life. I told him the biggest joy, the biggest thing that I want to do is to take care of you, to love you, to create with you, to walk down that path together to eternity, eternity, eternal life. A lot of people think I can never find that something. Yes, you can, but God's going to help you with that. If you pray to him every single day and every night, a miracle will happen. Now, all of you are probably thinking, boy, she's really lost her mind. No, you have to understand something. It's not just God. It was also my late mother. My mother would come down to me in dreams. We would talk about this. And even before she got sick, I said, Mom, am I ever going to find someone that will love me? that will accept me as I am. And she goes, yes, but you have to be patient. And you know who's gonna help you see that? The man upstairs. I told him I don't wanna be alone. I don't wanna go through life living this type of, it's just gonna be too painful for me because I don't wanna see any type of pain in you. You will find someone, knowing the knowledge and the wisdom that you have somebody in your life that loves you. Now you've connected. Now you've got to build that love together. You've got to build it together. You've got to create it together. You've got to be together. Make a plan. Force yourself to do that. That's what you need to do. Because deep down inside, it's not going to happen on its own. God gave you the strength and the wisdom to see to it that this man that's in your life is the one, the final one. You've been hurt three times before. He's taken pity upon you. How many times have you pleaded for him? And how many times has he listened? And now he's given you a blessed, a blessed person, a person that will come into your life and will take very good care of you. How many times has I heard him say that to me? I believe everything he says. I trust him. And I want to do the same. So that's why I say me and him were connected. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for everything he's done for us. We say a prayer every time. I bless him with the blood of Jesus. He blesses me with, with, with the blood of Jesus. We bless each other with the blood of Christ. Amen. We say our prayers every day. If you say your prayers every day together, that's how your love is strong. You know, even when he was going through an illness, I said, just think of me. 
You know, love is the best medicine, and to get through anything, any type of crisis, anything you're going through, having the knowledge that you have someone, even though you're far apart, you will be together. And it's not impossible. That's why I think everybody should have some type of love in their life. But again, in order for you to make the true connection, God is the one who connects people. It's not people to people. It's not. And if you say, well, wait a minute, how do you know so much? Let's just say through experience, through my teachings from my late mother and father, I looked at their their relationship, again, was brought through by God. And again, it has nothing to do with religion. You know, God saw two people that he knew were meant to be with each other. But then I think to myself, so my mother and father were married for a long time. And they weathered through every storm that they were in. They got through every crisis and obstacle, but they did it together. And I saw in them the couple that I want to see myself with my significant other. I said, I could see me and you doing our own story. And people say to me, how did you two meet? The man upstairs brought us together. God. God brought us together. Do you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't, and I've heard this before, it wasn't destiny or fate. It was the man upstairs. Now that's believable, right? That is very believable. Okay, God brought us together. He saw in us everything and anything. We could be so much for each other. We could be the one man and woman that was meant to be. And for the longest time, I had a hard time finding someone. Now I told you I've watched this movie about this young man who had everything. He had a great job. You know, he was doing well for himself. He came home one day and he found his wife dead on the kitchen floor. And he was talking to some other woman at a bar. And he had said to her, you strive so hard to become someone and then this happens. What do you mean by then this happens? Someone is taken from you. Whether they killed themselves or they died a natural death, but they're taken from you. And how can you be happy living in a world when you had everything and now you don't have anyone to share it with? And you don't feel like, quote, a woman or a man because of it. When I looked at myself after my three failed relationships, that movie paralleled my own life in my younger years. And I said, what kind of a woman am I if I can't have someone in my life? Well, you know, I can be working and making a great life and a career, but I'm not happy. Why? Because I don't have someone waiting for me at the end of the day. I don't have that special someone, someone I can talk with, someone that I can say, hey, look, how was your day? We have a conversation, we have dinner together, and we just be with each other. That's something I've always dreamed of. When my mother passed away, you know what happened? I came home to an empty home. The silence was deafening. I still feel that way. Besides, say I have an animal. I have my kitty cat because, again, he brings me joy. He brings me pleasure. He makes me happy. But at the same time, it's not the same as a true human being. The true connection with a human being is far greater than anything in this world. And if you tell me you're wrong, then you know what? You really need to listen up and listen to this lesson. Learn something. Everybody needs that special someone they could fall back on. You need each other. Whenever you're going through a crisis, an illness, a tragedy, any type of situation, you know what makes it better? Love. Why? Well, let me put it to you this way. If I had not survived cancer 17 years ago, because I was, I, I was ready to give up, I said, 
and my mother did not know what was going on with my ex. When I lived with him, he wasn't around. He didn't care if I lived or died. And as a matter of fact, when I got better, he wasn't happy. He wanted me gone. And when the scary part is, when you have somebody standing over you, just watching you sleep, and you wake up and you see these two pairs of eyes that are so cold, it was a scary feeling. I didn't tell my mother any of this because I didn't want to put her through that type of pain. And I was afraid she would have a heart attack. You know, at her age, anything is possible. I would blame myself if that ever happened. So I kept quiet. And even to this day, no, she doesn't know what he did to me. The five years of hell that I went with him, it was just painful enough. I couldn't take it. How do you go around with someone you claim you love them, but you're not there for them? He was not there for me through my illness, through my sickness. He was not there for me. So I say to myself, is this how my life is going to be? Miserable? God forbid. God forbid. Now God said, you don't belong with this man. A little voice in my head said, you don't belong with him. Get away from him. You don't. If you don't get away from him, you know what's going to happen? He's going to hurt you. He's going to hurt you very bad. So after I got better from cancer, that's exactly what I did. I got away. I got away with my life intact. And I came back to my mother. Then it was, I waited two years. I said, I don't want to get my heart broken again. How many times am I going to go through this? Every man that I was associated with wasn't from God. It was from people who knew people who knew people. I said, I don't want that type of a connection. I want to know, is he right? Give me a sign. Give me some type of a signal. I need to know. I don't want my heart to get broken again. Three times it got broken because three times God says, these are not the men for you. But now, the fourth and final man. You too have a connection that is so strong. You didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. I was searching for him all my life. Now you're going to think that, oh, craziness? No. Was it fate? Was it destiny? No. I don't believe when people say to me, when you ask them, how did you to me? Oh, it was fate. You know what fate means? If you think about the word fate, fate is fatalistic. That's almost tragic. Think about that word fate. Tragic. It was a tragedy. That's what you're saying, right? What I'm saying now for myself and for him, God connected us. Because now he said to me, I am very sure and this time you will listen to me. This is the man you need to be with. He will not hurt you. He will love you. He will take care of you. He will make you happy. You will make each other happy. You will have that strong bond with each other. You've come a long way. How many years has it been since you couldn't find that ideal person? Were you looking? If you were looking and you met up with people and you went out with different people, now both of you have learned your mistakes and you're ready to move on together. And I had said, God connects people. People don't connect with people. That's a fact. People don't connect with people. Unless, of course, you go through the blind date. I've been through that. That was a disaster. People have set me up with friends because they actually believe that, hey, this person's right for you. I didn't see it, though. When I was always afraid that my heart would get broken, and my mother says, trust me on this. Just listen to me for a second, please. Don't close your heart. So one thing I ask not for you to do is to close your heart. Let someone come in. 
had someone come in and shower you with love, give you what you need. I said, Mom, that's what I want, unconditional love. I don't want anything materialistic. That's not me. If you want to give me something and it comes from your heart, I will accept it. But I don't expect it every time. And I told him, I'm a simple woman. But he says to me, everything that you've done for me, I'm going to reward you ten times over. Okay, fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I don't expect you to. I'm not a demanding person. I'm not a woman that's demanding. So again, soulmate, everybody should have one. In all the times that I've been on this earth, I said, am I ever going to have that true love? Yes, I have, and I will. Again, we have it now through God. He knows it. I know it. We both know it. Okay. So it's getting a little late. I'm going to get ready to go to bed soon. But I just wanted to bring up this topic. For all of you out there who's searching for that special someone, let God work his magic and bring you two together. I'm telling you, don't go chasing after someone because of someone else. Don't do that. You may end up with someone that you're not going to want to be with. You know, there, and, and you have to make sure that the person that you have in your life is the one that's right for you. But I can guarantee you, God is the one who's the matchmaker. So again, people don't connect people. God connects you to your soulmate, to the true person that's going to be in your life forever. You thank the man upstairs. Because again, without him, where would we be? We'd be all lost souls trying to find someone. Just thank the man upstairs. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So God bless all of you. Have a great week. Stay strong. Stay true to yourselves. And again, when you're looking for someone special, look to the man upstairs. He is the one true man that will lead you to that special someone. And you will live happily ever after life for all of you out there god bless you take care